this is Emmy Williams Books, and thank you for listening to my podcast, The American Dream Isn't Real. This episode of Let's Chat, uh, part two. Um, and I'm just going to jump right into it because you probably listened to part one where I describe exactly how I managed to get so much student loan debt, which to a lot of people probably isn't a lot because, I mean, in today's world, 2018, $51,000 is kind of on a low scale compared to some people. But the point isn't the amount of money that I paid back. It's more of what I did in order to pay that back because anybody could do it. You just need to create a budgeting plan. You need to stick to that plan and create a goal or dreams of when you want that pay by. Now this can alter, but the best thing to do is kind of stick to it. So I'll kind of explain how I got to my two year. So I'll start with before I even got to base, I knew that I was not going to renew my contract with the military. I wasn't going to reenlist. So for me, I wanted to be able to get out of the military completely debt free. In order to do this, I knew I had to pay off my student loans because that was the only thing that was holding me back. I knew if if I were if I'm like a debt free person, I can I mean, I know a lot of people don't like going back home, but I kind of I can go back home and rebuild. I can start saving money for a house or like to invest more. I knew my options would be kind of limitless. So or unlimited. So. Again, before I even got to my base, I started researching the housing area. Okay. And I knew I wanted to live somewhere cheap, cheap, but safe. So I looked up the places close to base and I chose close to base because I didn't want to waste money that I can be putting on my loans on gas. All right. You following? So I saw two apartments that were cheap. One was $600 a month and the other was 545 a month. Mind you, there were other apartments that were like $800 a month or like higher, but they had better amenities. My apartment didn't even have a pool, which I mean, it had a pool. It just didn't work. <laughs> so that's that. And I apologize. I have a cold. So if I sound a little stuffed up, that's why. All right. So when I was looking at apartments, my dad gave me some advice. He told me, look at the schools in the area and the property value, because if they're schools, that means they're families and it could be a little more safe than just moving into just a cheap neighborhood and a cheap area. So that's what I did. And that's why I just chose, I chose the apartment that was $600 a month because um, the schools around the area, like I said, and I just thought it was safer. So pretty much as soon as I came to my base, I went straight to that apartment, put a deposit on it and everything. So moving forward, I came two base with a car that my dad and brother bought for me actually and it was a used car but it like it became kind of unreliable and I needed to you know get to work on time get be able to get to base on time so I started looking up cars in the area and where I should buy cars and someone recommended a Chevy dealership so what I did was I went online and I looked up all the information that I needed to look up because car salesmen can sell you anything (laughs) especially if you're unprepared So I went online, looked up what I wanted exactly. And in the midst of doing that, an ad popped up and it was like, you know, Chevy for $99 a month lease. I said, hmm. And I looked at the little fine print and it was two year lease, which is perfect because I knew I wasn't leaving this base for another two years. So then in my head, now I'm like, okay, now I'm generating a, a better plan. If I can pay my loans off in two years, then no matter what happens afterwards, I can use the next two years or whatever years to just save all the money that I was paying on my loans into my savings account. All right, following? 
So now I had the two big things out the way. I had a apartment that was $600 a month. And then I had a lease that was only $100 a month. So then I had to pay for, you know, the little things, utilities, um, car insurance, and Netflix. I'm not going to lie. I kept Netflix. <laughs> Netflix was the, actually, you know, I was going to say it was the only thing, but actually I also had Tidal, the streaming service. And now I have, none no, I'm debt free. I also have Apple streaming service. So to me, those were my luxuries. Like I love music, so I didn't want to cut that out. And I love Netflix. Like, I see all the new movies. It's just something that I enjoy. And I also put in my, speaking of movies, I also put in my budgeting. I go to the movies, like, almost every Saturday morning. So I put that $10. Actually, if you go Saturdays before, uh, <laughs> if you go Saturdays before 11 a.m., it's only $5 a movie. Okay? So what I'm telling you is <laughs> I had all this budgeted into my plan. So it was nothing that wasn't a part of my budget. After this, I figured all my bills total, I mean, everything that I had to pay, everything that I had to, I had to pay was a little under 1200 a month. Then that's including my rent. My rent by itself was 600 a month. Then I have like utilities and then I also rounded up. So my electric bill, for example, was never a hundred dollars a month, maybe the first month when I got it turned on. Um, but I put a hundred dollars a month in my bills account just for electricity and I had all this money automatically uh debited from my account to directly to a different checking account so I never thought I had that money in the bank I never had to look at it I had everything all my bills were on auto pay so I didn't have to worry about it. I never had to look at it but trust me I did once a month or actually <laughs> I'm that person I look once a week at my accounts just to make sure everything is running smoothly so the other 600 was like, even though I was paying extra on my suit loans, I also had the minimum payment. Actually, I always had $100. My minimum payment was pretty low because with the military, you can turn in extra stuff and they like lower your payments. So my actual payment was pretty low, but I always kept it all debited at $100 a month, no matter what. And that was just because I wanted to have that cushion just in case for some reason I couldn't pay it one month, which happened when I, so I ended up getting married and I did not pay it that month. I just paid the minimum balance that month, which I wouldn't recommend. I would, you know, stick on the schedule, but I'm just trying to be completely honest with what I was doing with my budget. So, so yeah, I had things like student loans. I had things like my title, auto debt, like every single bill. And I had put an extra hundred in there for groceries once a week. Um, yeah, it was it was a lot of little things that added up to the rest of the six hundred. But again, it never actually reached the twelve hundred dollars a month. The twelve hundred total was just to have the extra cushion. It could have been maybe a thousand or whatever. Either way, all that the extra money set in there just in case a bill the next month was higher than it should have been. Like I said before, gas was pretty cheap. Like at the most, my car costs like $30 to fill up at most. And I just have a, I have a 2016 Chevy Cruze and I stayed close to base. So I didn't go many places except to maybe the movie theater. I did all my shopping on base, my grocery shopping. I went to the store on base. I didn't buy a lot of stuff. Like most of the clothes that I have were either t-shirts from volunteering or 
the genes that I had when I went up to basic training. So I was very dedicated to what I needed to do. And the things that I love, like Netflix, I didn't give up. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was the basics of my budgeting. So once I figured out how much I could spend a month extra on my student loans, I was like, okay, if I put an extra $600 a check, I get paid every two weeks, an extra $600 a check, could I manage that? At first, I could not because I was a senior admin, but I could manage $500 a check every two weeks, $500, an extra $500 on top of the $100 that I was paying a month already. So every two weeks, I would pay $500. So that's $1,000 a month that I was putting on my student loans. And that left me, myself, with maybe $200 every two weeks to spend if I wanted, which I often did not. I usually put 100 of that in savings. I use the other 100 for, I don't know, it just stayed in my checking. I mean, my savings wasn't as big as I wanted it to be, but it was a little something. And I usually use that for, like, holidays, like Christmas. So by the end of the year, I could, like, go back home and see family. And that's what I did all year. That's how I budgeted from things that were important for me. All right, so the next thing I did, I looked at it and I said, okay, I can pay this off in two and a half, three years. More like three years, though. So my initial budget actually was a three-year plan. And everything extra that I got, I put on my student loans. So my initial budget was three-year plan. I received my bonus, like I said before. I put most of my bonus on there. I put some of it in savings, but I put most of it on my student loans. Whenever I receive my uh, income tax check, I put it on my student loans. Most... (laughs) I put most of them, I will leave myself with like a couple hundred, but for the most part, I put it mostly on my student loans. That was the, the big thing to me. Like I want to be debt free because I feel like financial freedom is, is like the only freedom, especially in America. Like, I mean, there's freedom, freedom, of course, if you're in prison, like the freedom to move. But I mean, like if you are a free person or consider yourself a free person, you can't really be free and be in debt at the same time. I think it's impossible, but that's just my opinion. You can call in with your own opinion. <laughs> um, back to what I was saying. So I was on my initially three-year budget. Anything extra I had, I put on my student loans. I told my mom my goals and what I wanted, and I wanted to just be debt-free by the time I got out of the military. And also, I wanted to be able to pay enough to where I wasn't paying anymore. Then I could save like a year or two before I got out of the military. So I told my mom this and she said, you know what? I'm going to put a thousand dollars a month on it starting in 2017. So I'm like, okay, all right, all right. (laughs) You know what I mean? But me, I'm still making my, you know, thousand dollars a month, maybe extra sometimes if I can on my student loans. Cause I didn't want to like depend on a crutch from my mom because she already helped me so much, you know? So 2016, I stuck to that goal. Oh, and a big part of it too. You know, after I figured all this out, my three-year plan and everything, I printed off my student loans. Now, mind you, I didn't I didn't print it off maybe, like, I started paying, like I said, in March 2016. I didn't print it off to maybe October, so some of them were already paid. But I printed off because it still shows, like, it shows the balance. It doesn't show every single thing, though, like the interest you collected or anything. It shows, like, the status. I'll actually read it because I still have it printed off. It shows the date that you took the loan the loan summary or the loan type, the status, meaning if it's in repayment, is it paid in full? That's what it means. 
and then the balance. And the balance does not include interest. So I printed that off. And to me, that was motivation because I put that on my mirror that I looked at every morning to see how much I owed. And I had a total of... 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 student loans. And the pictures that I used for this episode and the last episode is my real, like, loan summary. With the balance reading zero, zero, zero dollars. <laughs> so, I put that on my mirror because I wanted to be able to see that every day. to So that I can remain focused on my goal. So had the picture on the mirror every day and every time I paid off one student loan, I would cross it out and I would mark the year that I paid it. So actually I go back before that because the way you pay your loans are important too. And some people do snowballing and some people do like, um, I forgot what it's called. Excuse me. Sorry. I forgot what it's called. But so you can either go from like highest to lowest or lowest to highest. And what I did, I went from lowest to highest. So, and that was just because I wanted to get rid of student loans first. People go from highest to lowest because a lot of times your highest um, amount, uh, your highest balance that you owe generates the most interest. But for me, maybe I'm a little vain, but I wanted to see myself eliminating (laughs) some of those loans versus the interest. And I don't know, I feel like that, that just worked best for me. And that was something that would keep me motivated. So... My highest loan amount was like $6,795.54. My lowest loan amount, by the time I printed this off, looks like it was like $1,750.53. So I started off with the $1,756.53. I started off with that because I was like, I can pay this in like a couple checks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then I can cross it off my list. So that's what I did in order to pay my loans off. I started off with the lowest amount and I worked my way up. And each time I would cross it off my list, I would put the year I paid it and it would make me feel good. Like I said, call me Dane. And I did that all the way up 2007. My mom asked me how she wanted me, how she wanted me, uh, to pay it or whatever, pay her portion of it. And initially she was mailing them straight to the loan servicing. But what they did is they divided the money she paid to them between all the loans, which I think sucks. I'm not an expert, but it just went to like, (laughs) it went to things that like spread it out. It was spread out between the different loans and it helped keep the interest down. But like I was saying, that wasn't my goal, my personal goal. My personal goal was to eliminate loans one by one. So then she would just transfer it straight to me. And then I would apply her $1,000 a month to the loans that I wanted to apply to. And that worked better for us. So all 2016, March 2016, I'm paying $1,000 a month. And, um, 2017, I'm paying $2,000 a month, a thousand for me, a thousand for my mom. And by this time I was also promoted (laughs) like September. So I started paying more actually on my student loans. And by the time 2018 rolled around, you know, I'm still 
I mean, I knew I was a little ahead of my three-year plan, but, <clears throat> excuse me, I was a little ahead of my three-year plan, but I finally looked at it, and I was like, I think maybe in the beginning of March, or no, no, beginning of 2018, I had around, like, I had the last loan to pay, like the, the big one I told you about, like the $6,000 one to pay off, so I'm looking, I'm like, oh, you know, once you see that last one, you, <laughs> I'm getting anxious, so i I received, no, I hadn't received my income at this, at this point, excuse me, so I'm paying it off like normal, actually, I'm paying a little more on it now, I'm paying like almost 750 every two weeks on it now, trying to get this paid down as fast as possible, I think February rolls around, and I filed my taxes early, okay, well, not early, but I filed them as soon as you're able to at the end of January, I filed them, got them back February, I believe. And I put all of that on my student loans. So now, or not all of it, I put some of it in my savings. Okay. But now at this point, I think I have like maybe almost like 3,900 something left to pay. So <laughs> like I said before, I got married um, and like last March, actually. So March, 2017 is when I was married. So I'm talking to my husband about it. I'm like, we have a joint account and then we also have our own personal accounts. So I'm talking to him about it and he was like, you can use half the money from my joint account and I'll pay the other half out of my account to pay it off. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> because I wanted to do it on my own because he paid off his student loans. Granted, it wasn't as much as my student loans, but like, I got those student loans on my own before I even met him. So, I didn't think it was his responsibility, which is why I was paying this all off on my own. But at this point, I was pretty anxious. And I'm not, and I like free money, you know? <laughs> and he, like, he broke it down like it was for both of us. Like, we're building together. And the sooner I can pay this off and start saving, like, this better for both of us. And we can start investing together. We can start doing more things. And it'll just be better overall. So that's what I did. The last three thousand nine hundred something dollars, I took half of that from our joint account, and I took half of it from his account, and I paid it off. Zero, 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 for real. So I never said I did it all by myself. I have a great family and great support system. It's like that family support system is kind of why I wanted to pay it off because I felt like. Even if I had nothing after the military, which, I mean, that's, those are just like, I plan a lot of stuff, so I have a lot of anxiety, but not going to get into that. Even if I didn't have anything, I mean, with my master's degree, with the certificates that I have, even if I had nothing after I got to the military, I know that I can always go to family. Whether it's my dad's side of the family, my mom's side of the family, I can go there, I can go back home, and I can rebuild if I needed to. I can go to my husband's family, um... I just have a great support system. So thank you, mom, for that year of $1,000 a month. You didn't have to do. Thank you to my lovely husband. I have the best husband, guys. And oh, myself, like, it was it was like, I'm not going to say it was hard because I'm not the type of person who's bad with money. Like, one of my fears is, which is crazy because I was just saying how I have a great support system. It's like extreme poverty. And I don't know why, maybe it's like the motivation behind it, but just part of being who I am, I just don't 
I want to work hard enough to be able to like get all the things I actually want. And the thing is, I don't actually want a lot. <laughs> like you heard what type of apartment I wanted. I just need somewhere with a room, a bathroom, and a little kitchen to warm up some food because I'm not a good cook. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a good cook. <laughs> and a lot of times it's good enough for me. I'm not an expensive person. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So it was easy for me to set a budget and say, all I need is my Netflix. <laughs> Every once in a while I bought some big, like, the winter's here get pretty cold. So I bought a North Face coat. It was like $200. Or I bought my Apple TV so I can get some apps. You know, stuff like that. But for the most part, I don't spend a lot of money. Naturally, I don't spend a lot of money. So it was kind of easy for me. I understand for some people it's a little hard but if you do have that go to be debt free, I mean, I, I hope this helps you and I think you can do it. And actually, if you want personal advice with budgeting, I'm not a finance expert, but I think I'm pretty good at it and I would be willing to help anyone. So again, my contact is mewilliamsbooks at gmail.com or at mewilliamsbooks on Twitter and Facebook. And I can be contacted anytime. I don't mind. Also, <coughs> excuse me. Also, um, if you have any feedback, just you can drop a recording or like message me or anything. If you want to know the details of exactly how much my bills were, I will give you that information. I'm not like, I want to help everyone succeed. So it doesn't bother me at all. And if you want to discuss a budget plan that will help you, get out of debt or be debt free or student loan free at least, then you don't even have to give me your information, like your personal information. Like just give me generals. Like say you make about this much, your bills are about this much. And I promise you if we set a goal and I can give you a budgeting plan and you stick to that, the the issue a lot of people have is sticking to that plan. So thank you again for listening. I hope this helps. Peace.